Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> the creative team behind the other stories is a talented bunch of folks. And not only do they work on our show, the other stories, but on their own projects. Imagine that. One of our incredible narrators, Persephone Rose, is currently deep into a crazy comedy podcast about a pizzeria run by demons that also sells weed. And we think it's fantastic. It's irreverent, funny, absolutely bizarre. And uh, did I mention it's fantastic? Here's a little taster of what to expect from Emperor Pigs. What could happen when monsters and demons start running the pizza shop? The city of Rochia. The last stop for the desperate souls who just couldn't make it anywhere else. And that's just the humans. But monsters and demons live here too. Of course, we're no different. We open our doors to everyone. We have the best deals in town when it comes to cheesy goo and vapor too. Welcome to Emperor Pigs. May I take your order? Emperor Pigs. Pizza and cigs. EmperorPigs.com so if you like the sounds of that and you want to listen to more you can find emperor pigs on all your favorite podcast apps or simply go to emperorpigs.com however before you do that be sure to stick around for today's episode of the other stories today's episode is the mold on the walls written by michael david wilson and narrated by justin fife doug had been loaded up on whiskey and nihilism when mandy had walked in wearing those tight little yoga pants and the practically painted-on crop top. Now Doug was trapped in an apartment with a malevolent mold spot that kept shifting in shape and position. 
He could have sworn it lay snaked across the ceiling when he'd fallen asleep. Yet there it was, center of the wall like a fucking vortex, staring straight at him, threatening to suck him in, which was one preposition short from what had happened with Mandy. Doug needed to get rid of the mold, to exercise it from his apartment. Armed with a scourer and a bucket of warm soapy water, he scrubbed away. But rather than removing or softening the mold, the fungi spread further and grew thicker. It fed off of Doug's frustration. The more incensed he became, the wider the mold stretched out. It was time to call in the big guns, namely a bottle of Sillet Bang black mold remover. Doug pointed the nozzle and directed the spray towards the offending vortex. Take that, you bastard! Bleach filled Doug's nostrils, and laughter echoed throughout the room. The mold's laughter, gruff and graveling. The stench of its decaying breath clung to the air. Doug had known it was mocking him, but to openly laugh was a step too far. Doug flung the spray across the bedroom and stomped into the living area to retrieve his phone. The mold remained, grinning. Doug dialed his brother Rory and put the kettle on. He peered inside the coffee jar, tutting when he saw there wasn't enough powder to make a proper mug of coffee. Well, whatever. A coffee at half strength was better than no coffee at all. He tipped the jar upside down, pouring the miserable contents into his cup. When Rory answered, Doug got to the point. How the hell do you remove mold from the wall? Good morning to you too. It's driving me mad. I've used water and sell it bang, but it just won't shift. Matter of fact, the bloody thing spread. I know, I'm being punished for what happened with Mandy, but you think you would cut me from slack from time to time? Slow down a minute. Who's punishing you? The mold! I can hear it now, mouthing off and everything. Doug, you're... Rory trailed off. How are you holding up, mate? Not very well, to be honest. Now, are you going to tell me how to get rid of this mold or not? Um, well, have you Googled it? No, internet. You could try white vinegar. All right, I'll be seeing you then. Wait, don't hang up. You haven't told me how you are. Doug opened the food cupboard, though food cupboard was a generous label. More like no fucking food at all cupboard, just an out-of-date tin of baked beans, half a packet of Monster Munch, and a can of Pilchards. He opened a second cupboard, stale digestive biscuits, cheap salt, and malt vinegar. I've got malt vinegar. You think that will work? I doubt it. You'd be better off using bleach if you don't have any white vinegar. I've already tried that, mate. It's the main ingredient in the cellar bang anyways. The damn mold just keeps spreading and grinning. Grinning? Exactly. The bloody cheek of it. <sighs> Have you spoken with Kelly since... Uh... No, mate, I haven't. There's not much I can do or say at this point. She can't assist her with my... Well... You know what happened. I, I don't think sorry's going to cut it. Probably not. But you should go and see her. I can't do that. 
Then bring her, at least. Speak to her. Do something. She still cares about you, for Christ's sake. She's worried about you. I'm worried about you. We all are. Thanks for your concern, but this mold won't clean itself, so... Talk to her. Doug hung up and brought the bottle of malt vinegar into the bedroom. The mold wasn't laughing anymore, but it was still grinning. Looking closer, Doug wasn't so sure it was just the mold grinning, but the whole fucking wall. He shook the vinegar at the wall. It spat out in small droplets. Doug used the scour to rub the vinegar in, but to no avail. Change of tact. He poured the vinegar onto the scour, then rubbed it into the wall. This time, Doug made a real go of it, scrubbing vigorously until his wrists and fingers ached. Absolutely useless. Forget no pain, no gain. This was not an insubstantial amount of pain, no gain. Now Doug's bedroom smelt of bleach and vinegar, and he was none the wiser as to how to remove the wretched mold. As Doug left the bedroom, the mold shouted some alpha male shit about him being a fucking pussy, but Doug ignored it and tried the apartment door. He shook his head, still no hope in hell of leaving, still locked in, still being punished. It had to be about more than just Mandy. Doug opened the can of pilchards and brought them into the living room with a fork and the rest of the monster munch crisps. When lunch boiled down to this, Doug didn't see much sense in making an effort or using a bowl. Still, at the very least, he had something to eat, which might not be the case in a few days' time. Doug sat in front of the blank television. He had no choice in the matter. The electricity had gone out days ago, yet he still felt compelled to eat in front of the TV. Old habits die hard and all that. He popped a monster munch into his mouth. So stale, it barely crunched. Doug tried chasing the crisps with the pilchards and hoped that they might cancel each other out and contribute to a better culinary experience. His hopes were in vain, just as Doug was. Not so much in getting to the meal, but in accepting his fate. A bang that sounded more like an explosion erupted. He jolted up, setting the pilchards and crisps on the sofa, and rushed into the bedroom. At first, everything seemed as he'd left it. The bed, the wardrobe, desk, and chest of drawers were all still standing. Then, he looked up. The mass of mold no longer stained the wall, but was slathered across most of the ceiling. The mold was thicker too, viscous and bubbling, steam rising off of it. It offered a low rumbling sound, not so much a laugh, but something more guttural, primordial even. Doug didn't know how the mold had jumped from the wall to the ceiling, but then again, he didn't understand how the hell mold could laugh, curse, or bubble. At least Doug knew he needed to get the fuck out of there post haste. He nearly tripped over as he scrambled to leave, the door slamming shut behind him. The rumbling turned to a howling, and black smoke started seeping under and over the cracks in the door. Doug tried the front door again, a rare moment of optimism, but of course, it was locked. He kicked and punched the door, picking up a wooden chair and slamming it into the thing, breaking one of the chair's legs in the process. Shit, shit, fuck! Grabbing his phone from the sofa, Doug did what he should have done weeks ago and called Kelly. She answered quickly and quietly. Hey, I'm at work at the- Kelly, I'm so sorry for what I did. 
I know it was wrong and I know I deserve to be punished, I really do. But perhaps there's another way. Perhaps there's something more proportionate. I'm not saying what I've done is forgivable. It's unforgivable, of course it is, but do I really deserve to die in here? Is that the answer? Doug, you need to slow down. I'm not making excuses because there are no excuses. I wish I could say something that would make things better, but there's nothing. I initiating things. I, I wasn't even that drunk. I wanted to do it, and I reckon if you ask Mandy, she'll say the same. <laughs> Doug paused. Christ, I'm making things worse again, aren't I? This is why I haven't called. This is why you locked me up in here in the first place, but please, if there's anything I can do, just let me out. Come round and unlock the door. I, I'm begging you, Kelly. I'm fucking begging you because the mold, the thing, whatever it is, it's creeping under the door. I'm going to die if you don't come soon. I have to step out. Give this to Sharon. What? Uh, sorry. I was telling my... Listen, Doug, you're not making a whole lot of sense. Just come to the apartment, please. The phone died. Doug ran over to the bookcase, grabbed the portable charger off the shelf, and plugged in his phone. The charger flashed red, low on power, but still a little juice. Smoke was filling the hallway, thick and fast. Doug pushed the sofa, then the coffee table against the bedroom door. He doubted it would fend off the mold for long, but if it bought him some time, then so much the better. Outside, the sky grew grayer, motes of black dust dancing in the fierce wind, fragments of the mold closing in on him, or maybe it was just a coincidence. Doug couldn't be sure. He went around the apartment, double-locking all the windows. His phone came to life. No messages or missed calls and just 2% battery. He just hoped that Kelly was on her way, that she could find it in her heart not to forgive him as such, but to show him some mercy. He tried the front door again. Still locked. Obviously, still locked. He ran over to the living room window. The sky was definitely growing darker. The moats were part of the mold. There was no doubt about it. He looked down the street. No one about. It stood completely still. No traffic, either. The mold hammered at the bedroom door, ready to break through any moment now. Doug actually screamed when his phone rang, as if someone had struck him with a cattle prod. You need to hurry, Kelly. Doug, where are you? The ceiling shook, loose debris snowing to the ground. I'm in your apartment. There's nothing here. No furniture, no boxes. The place is completely cleared out. But that can't be... If you're in the apartment, then where am I? Kelly didn't answer. Doug's phone died once again. The glass in the windows cracked, the sky outside almost completely black. Doug tried the door violently at first. Where am I? Where the hell am I? Doug tried the door once more, softly, with a tenderness he rarely exhibited. This time, the door opened. He saw it. And it saw him, too. Then, it consumed him. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. The Mold on the Wall was written by Michael David Wilson, narrated by Justin Fife, edited by Carl Hughes, and music by Mayu and Sam Robson, and sound effects provided by zapsplat.com. Michael David Wilson is a professional writer, editor, podcaster, and the founder of thisishorror.co.uk. His forthcoming novella, The Girl in the Video, will be published later this year, 
by Perpetual Motion Machine Publishing. You can connect with Michael at www.michaeldavidwilson.co.uk or at WilsonTheWriter on Twitter. Once again, like I said at the start of the episode, the creative team behind the episode is a talented bunch. And not only do they work on our show, but they also work on their own projects. We've all got our own little side projects going on, and there's a whole network of incredible podcasts waiting for you to discover them. One of our incredible narrators, Persephone Rose, is currently deep into a crazy comedy podcast about a pizzeria run by demons that also sells weed. Here's a little taster of what to expect from Emperor Pigs. What could happen when monsters and demons start running the pizza shop? The city of Rochia. The last stop for the desperate souls who just couldn't make it anywhere else. And that's just the humans. But monsters and demons live here too. Of course, we're no different. We open our doors to everyone. We have the best deals in town when it comes to cheesy goo and vapor goo. Welcome to Emperor Pigs. May I take your order? Emperor Pigs. Pizza and cigs. Emperorpigs.com so if you like the sounds of that and you want to listen to more, you can find Emperor Pigs on your favourite podcast apps or simply go to emperorpigs.com for more information. Until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.